the Coach Me podcast. My name is Nadine Stille, founder of Coach Me and your podcast host. Do you have goals? How on track are you with your goals? And do you still like them or do you find them demotivating? Today, I'll be talking with career leadership coach Debbie Jones about re-energizing your personal and professional goals to get what you truly want. With a long and varied career in many facets of human resource management, Debbie combines her corporate experience with a passion for helping people achieve their goals, work-related or personal. Debbie is a firm believer that no matter where you are in your career or level of leadership you're in, a coach is there to help you thrive, not just survive. We spend a large part of our waking lives working, which is why it's so important to ensure that we are spending that time doing something that fulfills us. Based in Vancouver, Debbie has coached clients across Canada and around the world. She has lived in six towns in four countries on three continents, and that is the reason she is able to connect so easily with people. Debbie is a yoga-loving marathon runner who is constantly challenging herself physically by participating in competitions, challenges, and marathons, making her the ideal coach to talk about energizing our own goals. In today's podcast episode, we learn about goals, resolutions, and intentions, which of them work best for actual change, and how to go about that with a few practical steps. We find out how to set us up for success with creative and easy ways for accountability and fun along the way. We also discover several reasons why goals fail and what to do about it. Let's tune in. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Nadine. Hey. Good to, good to chat to you today. Yes, and it's already our second one-on-one -on -one podcast, I just realized. Wow, goodness. Right? <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah, and we're talking about uh, re-energizing our goals to get what we truly, truly want. It's an interesting topic. It is, and I think very pertinent for this time of the year. Right. And uh, considering the year we've just been through. So I'm just going to talk about goal setting and looking at refocusing and energizing your goals. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Great. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of energy. I think <laughs> I'm trying to keep still, but I do tend to move around. But I mean, it's, it's this time of the year, right? Um, when we, when we first talked about doing this podcast, Eve said that you'd want to bring a bit more, you know, re-energizing vibes uh, to this. And I mean, New Year's resolutions have and goals for the year have just been set. Uh, but there's uh, something called Blue Monday coming up, which does not sound like a lot of energy. So maybe you can fill us in. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, no, Blue Monday is a concept that came up a couple of years ago and is floating on the internet. And another one is the 21st of January. It's the sort of most depressing day of the year. Now, these might be marketing ploys to make us run off and book a holiday or do something different. But it does make us realize that we're a couple of weeks into January. And all those New Year's resolutions we made, yeah, we, we might not have stuck to them. And I was doing some research and making New Year's resolutions is a great tradition. Many people do it. In fact, 60% uh -huh. of us do. But you want to take a guess at how many keep them? <laughs> not many, I guess. And probably not so long into the year either. <laughs> 
They reckon only on average 8% keep their New Year's resolutions. Wow. And a good example of this to me is a gym. You go to a gym in January, Mm -hmm. back in normal years where everything is open. You cannot move. Every machine is busy. Everyone is energized because their New Year's resolution is Mm -hmm. keeping fit. Go back to that same gym in February. Pretty much it's back to normal. So I, I do think it's New Year's resolutions don't work. And there's a number of reasons for that. Uh-huh. Partly it's we want to lose weight. We want to get fit. But we're not actually really identifying a goal in that. We're just randomly throwing out things we want to do. Uh-huh. Which is why I think goal setting is so important. Goals are a way of us actually being able to live more intentionally because we know where we want to focus our limited time. Uh-huh. We're all busy. We don't have much spare time. And so by having a goal, knowing how you want to work towards it helps us live intentionally and use that time. Okay. And by goal, you mean like it's obviously something very specific. It's not just, yeah, I want to do this, but it's more. Yes. I'm, I'm a firm believer. A goal is not a wish. A goal is not a want, and it's not a preference. A goal is a concrete thing you want to achieve or do and that you've planned for it. And I'm going to come to that in a minute about how we can set ourselves up for success in our goals. Okay, cool. Great. Looking forward to it. And obviously, this is for people who maybe have known about New Year's resolutions not working and want to start from scratch, maybe right now or in February with a new goal, or I guess for people to reassess what they exactly set up, yeah. New Year's resolution, but you know, you're not quite sure, you know, why is it not sticking? Just mm. give you some ideas. Yeah. And there might be other areas that you you there's some goals that have been floating around or some ideas. And by having a goal you can solidify what what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Blue Monday no more. And yep, it's all good. <laughs> and I'm going to concentrate more on, on personal goals. All the steps that I'm going to talk about are obviously relevant in the work situation too. Mm-hmm. But in the work situation, you're looking at group goals and departmental goals and goals castigating down. There's mm-hmm. a lot more involved. So for this chat, I'm just going to talk about personal goals. Okay, great. So I like to start both with myself and coaching clients is really assessing where you are now. Where, mm-hmm. where are you right now? Which is basically your baseline. Because I feel you can't set a goal, a truly meaningful goal, if you don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is knowing your values, being clear on your values, and so thereby able to aligning whatever goal it is you're setting, Mm -hmm. aligning it with your values, making it more applicable to your life and what you want to achieve big picture. So for people who are not familiar with values, can you kind of give some examples how values can align with a goal? Yes. I mean, you might value your health, your career, your family, creativity, peace, community, all those sort of things are values. These are things that are really important in your life. So if, for instance, community is important or giving back, then if you have a goal that you want to do more volunteering in the community, you're more likely to stick with it because you can see how the time and effort you're putting in relates to one of your bigger life values. Uh 
as opposed to taking on something that doesn't align and thereby that all that time you take, it's like, why am I doing this? You know, it's not aligning with your big picture. Yeah. So to me, it's really important to be clear on what you've got, your values are, to be able to then make sure Mm. the goals that you want are in line with that. And some people don't know what their goals are, but they know they need a change. And that's why it's very good to use something like a life wheel or even a career wheel, just to see some of the areas of your life that maybe need a tweak or a change. Mm -hmm. And then you can look at goals from there. What is a a life wheel or a career wheel? A life wheel is, it's literally, I, I draw it out sometimes on a napkin. You can have a printed one. And it's just dividing your life up into six or eight areas. Your career, your family, your relationship, your spirituality, creativity, health. And just assessing on a scale of one to ten where you are in each of those different areas. Mm -hmm. And you don't necessarily need a perfect 10, not at all, but it's nice to have an aligned life. So if they're all at seven or so, be good. but you can see by doing that where you're, if you may be creativity, you feel you're only a two. Mm-hmm. You look at your wheel, you can think, oh, that's maybe an area that I would actually like to set a goal for to achieve more of my creativity. People are scoring those particular areas yeah. from a scale of, say, zero to 10, yeah. 10 being on the outer. Yes, on the outer. outer ring. They are really achieving everything they want to in that particular area of their life. Mm-hmm. So it's just a tool along with values to see where you are in your life and, and where you might want to make a change and make a change by setting a goal and working towards mm-hmm. it. Another thing I like to do is I'm, I always feel looking back generally doesn't help. You want to always look forward, but it's a good idea to have a quick assessment of where you've been in the last year. And I, when I'm setting my goals, always like to sort of see what I did last year and have a look back and make a list of achievements. Now, achievements are not raw, always raw, raw, I've done great things. Achievements are sometimes what was a good memory from the year? What was a good experience I had? What was a good, something different I did or something I noticed, along with obviously any achievements you might have. And that I think gives us a good baseline when we're looking at our goals. Mm-hmm. You might be surprised as well as what mm-hmm. you've all, you know, been up to over yeah. the, the last little while. And just like seeing it on paper, it's sometimes it's quite different. a revelation. And I think this, I'm still working through my, my list for, for 2020, because let's face it, it's a year. (laughs) It was a tough year for everybody. Mm -hmm. But when you start thinking of some of those memories of how quiet the roads were, or as a runner, being able to run down from Grouse Mountain on the road, Mm -hmm. in the middle of the road, because there were no cars going up there, Mm -hmm. little things like that. There's, there's, good things that came up. I think if we concentrate on that, it helps us align our goals. Mm -hmm. Great. So we've spoken about assessing where we are. Now we need to set those jolly goals. Quickly, before we we move on, you also in in preparation for our chat today, there was one thing that came up. There was like two numbers, 20 for 2020 or something like that. Can you explain what's behind that? I just said it had a nice ring. I like to look back and find good things or achievements that happened in my previous year to set me going for the new year. And last year was 2020. 
I like to push myself to find 20 things. Mm-hmm. 20 for 2020 just sounded like a, had a really good ring to it. So <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Okay, cool. Maybe, maybe next year I'll be looking at 21 for 2021. So mm-hmm. it just forces yourself, if you just make a list of three or four, but to, to really look into yeah, how you the previous in the previous 12 months. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Great. Now we're getting, we've done the look back and we see where we are right now. We're ready to move forward with goal setting. Talk to us about that. And I think everybody is aware of if you're going to set a goal, it needs to be a SMART goal. And obviously SMART being an acronym. Mm -hmm. S, be specific. Really know what you want to do. Not just, I want to start running. I want to start running because I know it's going to improve my health. So I want to start running because I'm running a marathon that is on this date. Mm-hmm. Your goal needs to be measurable. You need to be able to see where you're going, see how you're, you're going towards mm-hmm. it. It needs to be achievable for the A. Mm-hmm. I also like to put actionable. It must be a goal that you can actually do something about. R is realistic. It must be mm-hmm. a realistic goal. If you have bad knees, and you cannot run, why would you put a goal of running a half marathon? Because you know you're not going to do it because of your knees. Uh You need to do something that is realistic for you and your lifestyle. Yeah. Goals need to be timely or having a timeline. It's good to know when are you going to achieve that goal. I keep using running as as a metaphor for these because I'm a runner. (laughs) So if you have a 10k race in May. That's beautiful. It's timely. You know everything you need to do has to come out by that date in May. And then recently I've seen a lot of goals saying have smart er goals. So that's ER at the end of it. Uh And I've seen a number of different versions of what the ER stands for, but I like to think E is for evaluation. Your goals are not just set and you never look at them. You want to constantly look at them, evaluate, see where you're Mm -hmm. going. And R is a recalibration. Life happens. Things change. Work changes. Maybe big projects at work. Maybe family circumstances change. You need to be able to look at your goals and recalibrate Mm -hmm. when necessary. Okay. So that's kind of tweaking them slightly? Tweaking them. If If you realize that you're training for a 10k race and then you go and pull a muscle you realize well i'm not going to do that but let me recalibrate so i'm you know i reckon i'm going to be sort of fit and healthy again i'll look at my race in august so you recalibrate it's not uh-huh. necessarily going well i'm not doing it now so. uh-huh. okay great and i found a lovely quote by a man by the name of david j schwartz i don't know who he is but it happened to be in my planner And it's think little goals and expect little actions. Think big goals and win big success, which I think is when you're setting your goals is a good thing to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not just what was the the part of it's like achievable, the A in the smart or smarter is achievable. Yeah, but say stick with the running if you want to go for that don't just say i want to be able to run three miles what about a 10 mile race right so it's kind of needs to be a bit challenging as well in there it i think we need to stretch ourselves and i Mm -hmm. think as humans we like to 
see our potential and stretch ourselves. And obviously it's different for every person. But yeah. I think it's always good to have several goals and some of them are, more, are stretch goals. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to stretch us. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So we've got the, the goals set up. The goals um, set. The smarter goals. And yeah. now it's down to actually doing something. <laughs> yes. So how, how do we go about achieving our goals? Mm-hmm. Apart from actually sort of working towards them, I think... The big thing is write them down. I'm a big proponent of write them down. By doing that, they really stick and they help you plan. Some goals you've made are quite big and it's like you look at them and go, how am I going to do this? So you break it down into manageable chunks. You have a plan. What are you going to do on a monthly basis, a weekly basis? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do on a daily basis perhaps that will lead you to reaching your goal? Mm-hmm. tell people about your goal if you let people know you're going to have that sort of accountability because you're going to have somebody who goes hey did you do that they're like you know hey when are you running that race again so mm-hmm. it gives you that accountability when the alarm goes off at 6 a.m and you do not actually want to get out in bed and go for a run it's like oh but i've told people i'm going to do this so mm-hmm. i better get out there <laughs> <laughs> identify by writing it down as well and plan you'll start to identify what you need to help you is it more training or a course is it people you know who can help you is it a book you need to read Mm -hmm. so there's all sorts of things you can think about to identify what or who can help you on your role to this goal would you um, also say or recommend once you've written it down to kind of have it on hand or would you say no don't look at it all the time and maybe not put it up on the I don't know on the fridge because you might be like too much thinking about it and look at it maybe once a week what's what's your personal or your coach preference as a coach and for myself personally when I'm (laughs) self-coaching I have them written down where I can see them I have them written down in my daily planner and I have them written down some of them not all of them but with a fridge magnet on the front of the fridge I do think it just keeps it top of mind and when we're having those weak moments you know you sort of want to really be healthy eating and you're standing in front of the fridge and what you're looking at is not healthy. Yeah, that little reminder might just, yeah. okay. So I, I personally say keep them visible, keep them. I mean, some of them might be personal ones that you don't want other people to see. That's fine, but have them where you can see them. Uh-huh. Visualizations are wonderful. Spend time imagining how you're going to feel, how you're going to act and look and be when you've achieved this goal. Really make it real really mm-hmm. embody how how this is going to to change your life because let's face it you're going to be investing time in this you want to really make sure that you're excited about the outcome mm-hmm. use vision boards photos you know, pictures of of how you want to be or how your life will be with that goal done just or something that can maintain that excitement and passion for that goal you want to achieve journaling i'm i i do love journaling and journal how you're doing and maybe the roadblocks you're, you are coming to and how you're going to overcome that they're all part of helping you achieve these goals that you've set to yourself mm-hmm. specifically for for journaling if, if people haven't like done that before it's more 
keep a, a daily a daily journal of how you're you're doing or just like knowing that everything is just not working today and like letting off some steam or all of the or celebrating I don't know okay all of the above. <laughs> all of the above. it's just a way of getting your thoughts down there and you know if you had a bad day and didn't you know meet one of the tasks you wanted to do just you know, by journaling you figure out Ooh, why not okay well next time that happens maybe this is what I do so mm-hmm. all okay. of the above all of the above okay then where um, you said something about maybe doing some accountability or, or check-ins with people or is it for yourself no it's for people I, I advise people I do it for myself that I tell people I have a big goal that I'm working on at the moment is I've signed up to do a, a race across Canada um, running cycling all sorts of things and I told people now. People it, say, yeah. "Is this your accountability piece? You're putting it out in a podcast?" No, <laughs> I've told friends, and now I get people saying, "Where are you now?" Because you can track. It's a virtual one, but you can track on your mileage where you are across Canada. Oh, so okay. <laughs> it's people are asking me, "Where are you?" Wonderful. Where are you right now? Where did you start, and where are you? I started on the very west coast of mainland BC level with the northern part of Vancouver Island on the 1st of July and I am now level with Timmins, Ontario but we're quite far north but level with that so I've done over 3,000 kilometers wow it ends on the 31st of June in Newfoundland but it's as I said it's about the accountability because that's a huge thing but telling people so now I have people asking me so if I don't do it so you see, it's all about wow. accountability. Yeah, now you've said it on the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> I've got to finish these last four months, five months. So. <laughs> it, it does help, and uh, otherwise you're going to make excuses. Mm-hmm. And obviously, once we have the goals achieved, there's going to be a party. Yes, <laughs> and I'm all about celebrating and rewarding when we achieve. But sometimes the goal is a cup, good couple of months down the road, and it'd be nice to reward yourself for meeting the little steps. Uh-huh. If you do a whole week of sticking to your running training plan, reward yourself with something little, whether it's a chocolate bar or your favorite TV show that you wouldn't normally have time to watch. I'm all about rewarding because then uh-huh. it makes the sacrifices worthwhile. And on the other flip side, don't beat yourself up when you perhaps missed out on one of the steps you've planned and you know, you've got all written down in your plan. Don't beat yourself up. Life happens. Just know that it's all part of a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that now when I sort of throw out a few reasons why perhaps goals fail. Mm-hmm. Don't, worry, don't worry if you miss a step or miss something in your plan. Mm-hmm. always catch up and it's something that you can then kind of journal about what you've mentioned earlier maybe talk with your coach about or with the people who you've talked to about the accountability part as well and it exactly. all helps to to move forward and be just honest and authentic about it exactly and if you find it's the same thing that you keep missing and not doing well, there might be something deeper in there if you have a look mm. at is it really not something you want to be doing or is there something else you can do to work you towards your goal so yeah when you said that something um just popped up in in my head about maybe it's something you think you should be doing yes right oh, I mean, sh- mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been losing weight 
<laughs> Maybe she'd be looking for a new job. <laughs> if you haven't, I think going, going back to aligning with your goals and what you really want, your goals are going to fail. And maybe that's why it's, this is a good segue into throwing out some of those reasons why goals fail. And you just mentioned them. Maybe it's not a goal that you want to achieve. Maybe you're taking on somebody else's goal because it sounded good. Or, oh, I see everybody's now going on a weight loss plan. I'm going to as well. But if that doesn't really align with your lifestyle and your values, it is going to be hard to stick to and you're not going to stick to it because it's not something you really want. Uh-huh. I think that sometimes with people's goals, they just, oh, I know somebody at work who's run a marathon, so I'm going to. You know, without really, is this something you want to do? Yeah. Or like I said, everyone's on a healthy eating plan, but you love to cook and one of your, your values is really creating big, warm family meals. Well, that's not going to work for you. So uh-huh you're going to fail. Okay, so what else we have? One is like taking on goals from someone else or it's not really something you want. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Perfectionism, which sounds counterintuitive. Yeah. Because you think that if you were a perfectionist, you would have a goal, you would have your plan, your roadmap towards success, and you would get to it. But often perfectionists are so focused that if they can't, if they miss one step in their goal, that's it. They're done. They've ruined it. They've had a chocolate. Well, their whole healthy eating plan is now done. They might as well not stick to it because they broke it and had a chocolate. So it's getting away from that perfectionism and realizing it's a journey. You are going to have stops and little rest breaks on your road trip. Has mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's not a all or nothing type of No, it's approach. not. Mm-hmm. Fear of failure. There are people who would rather not start anything or not try because then they won't fail. Ah, but then remain stagnant. And that is it. And some people want, might be spinning their wheels. They know they want to change, but they're scared that if they try and fail, then how would it look? Or the goal is too big and it's not broken down. And then how do you? Exactly. It's not broken down into those manageable chunks that you can just work away at it. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, there's also fear of success. What if it works out, huh? (laughs) What if it works out? What if, what if I get that new job? What if I get that promotion? What is that going to mean to me? Some people self-sabotage themselves. I'm sure I've done the same thing where it's, you've, you've thought of your goal, but you haven't thought, okay, What's it going to be like afterwards? Mm -hmm. This new job that you've always wanted, you've got, or promotion. It's like, how do I handle that? So Yeah, and then also specifically if it has been, say, a stretch goal or something that has taken a long time, say maybe even years to work towards, what's afterwards? Is that going to be, say, a void? Or, you know, it's like you put your maybe Mm -hmm. your all and everything into... I don't know, running a marathon or working towards a yeah. certification or, you know, getting your studies done. And then what now? Yeah, what now? Yeah, what am I going to do with my time? What am I going to do with that energy? Or, ah, yep. okay. So that's an interesting one. Another one, and I didn't know how to word it, but it's more like peer pressure. Hmm where sometimes the people closest to you, and they might not even do it 
obviously they might be doing it very subtly, sabotaging your efforts. Your best friend who both of you could do with losing some weight, if you take on a goal of getting fit and losing weight, suddenly your best friend is thinking, well, well okay, now, now, you know, what, what about me? Uh-huh. It says more about the other person, but it's almost like a jealousy. Uh-huh. Your colleague at work, when they see you working towards a promotion, all of a sudden it's like, well, well I'm going to be left behind. So they, people might even know they're doing it, but subtly they might be undermining your efforts or uh-huh. sabotaging you. But something to look out for. Uh-huh. You know, you've got this goal. You've got to really be firm sometimes. And, and well-meaning people are doing that. You know, your mother's like, oh, don't be silly. You don't need to you know, lose any weight. Show you have that extra slice of cake I just cooked uh-huh. for you. you know, oh, yeah. So things like that. So those subtle things we uh-huh. have to be okay. aware of. There's a lot of reasons why this might fail. <laughs> and Blue Monday is on the line as well, coming up right now. And so this really... Exactly. And it's, it's all about being clear, I think, of values, where we want to go, and making sure that that time and effort we're putting in helps us stick to it. And those things that jump out at us to try and, and derail us from our goals, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we're going to be stronger than that. We've got to really be clear about what we need to say no to, to be able to add in, okay, so now what, that gives me time to say yes to things. Yeah. And in those reasons for, say, failure and also for success, it's probably and please correct me there, I, I can see it's very specific to each person. They might be more oh, exactly. susceptible to, oh yeah, you know, undermining yourself or self-sabotaging yourself in some way yeah. rather than, yeah, I've got it all set out in the, I know what I want and why I want it and it's all aligned. But Exactly. And, and somebody might be well aligned and nothing will deter them from one goal, but on another goal, somebody will deter them. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very individual and it's, and working with a coach helps because then that coach can offer another perspective, hold that mirror up to see where you're going. Mm-hmm. Obviously also be the accountability partner. Yes. Big thing, being the accountability partner, knowing that you're going to be checking in with your coach, you know, every two weeks, you know, oh, how did you do on that goal? Or mm-hmm. How did you work on that task? Yeah. A coach would also be able to help you right at the beginning, looking at your values, doing value exercises so that you can be clear of your values before you even start looking at where you're going and what your goals are. Mm-hmm. A coach can help you through a, a tool that most coaches use are the, the life wheel or the mm-hmm. wheel, which we spoke about at the beginning. And it just gives you another view. And a coach offers an unbiased view. Like I said, you know, maybe your best friend gets a little bit jealous because now, you know, you're looking a bit better than she is now. So the coach is totally unbiased. The coach is not going to have any hidden agendas. Coach just wants you to succeed. A coach wants the best for you with no ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you already have a goal, then and you think, oh, this I'm already struggling to to see this through, then you can readjust it and really look at all the areas that you've just mentioned and yeah. make sure that it's it's you know, you're digging down and, and making sure that you can actually achieve yeah. that goal and reset it. 
Okay. We set it. As I say, we're writing them down, but at the end of the day, goals are not cast in stone. We need to constantly be able to look and reassess because they take place in the context of the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. Life happens. Yeah. 2020 happened. How many goals in 2020 were not achieved? You know, a number of my goals involve travel or running races. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So it's being able to look at where you are, assess the situation, and if you need to change a goal and, and recalibrate, mm-hmm. that, that's what you need. Okay, great. We are at the end of our podcast, or as good as of our episode. My gosh, that, that went by real fast, and I feel a bit more energized, and I know that I need to definitely take a take a look and for one probably write down my goals uh last year i said intentions and i've made them public <laughs> on uh, on my social media i was like okay this is see where you know where this is going this is my overall arching agenda and then i've done a public review of it and said eh, yeah so 2020 happened <laughs> this is what happened to my goals and uh, similarly to you actually i'm still working out what this year yep. is going to be like but uh, I do need to write them down more top of mind for myself and uh, while I'm recording this I have view of my fridge and there's a bit more space left for <laughs> for something that I could put onto it to, to yeah. really remind it as well so that's a really good thing for me to to yeah. take away so from today hey we all all the help we can get <laughs> right exactly so there is Three more things to cover today. Something that I, I'm asking during all the, the interviews this season. One is a book recommendation. Do you have something for people who are listening in? It's like, oh, I want to read something. I had two. So okay. you can stop me if you only want one. No, one of, is, one of them is, um, it's a book I refer to time and time again and have done for years. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by oh. Stephen Covey. Yes. I've read so many others over the years, but I still come back to that. To me, mm-hmm. that's the the definitive planning your life, time management, goal setting. I, I love that. Okay, great. That's a classic. <laughs> it's, it's a classic. And as yes. I said, I've read so many others over the years, but I still go back to that one. And then in terms of a novel, whenever people ask me my favorite book, it always tends to be the one I've just read. But I have just read All the Light You Cannot See. I don't know if you've read it. I have, yes. I loved it. The sort of blind French girl and the German boy that occupied France, I absolutely loved it. I've recommended it to a number of people as well. And just thinking about it gives me goosebumps. It's, wow. It's It's one of the best books I think I've read. I finished it last week and I think it's one of the best books I've read in a long time. It's over there in a bookshelf (laughs) on my side. I belong to the local library online, the Mm -hmm. North Vancouver Library. So I I had to wait about two months for that book. Yeah, it's it's pretty special, that one. And some of the locations in in Germany are actually not too far from where I'm from. And it's still still open and you can go. I actually told told my mom about it. Like, you need to read this book. And then you need to go to, um, there's a particular school that the mail goes to. That school is still standing and it's used for highly... 
gifted for gifted students yes oh, it's, wow. it's still there and so my parents went for a day trip and uh, and looked at it so it's it's just mind-blowing that book yeah oh no i want to go to the is it st malmo in on the coast of france yes yeah. oh. anyway sorry <laughs> we can... my best books <laughs> so, we book book yes we could <laughs> we could okay uh second of those three questions what's one thing on your bucket list i have a bucket list of a hundred things i wrote it out about 10 years ago and if i could choose and i've ticked off quite a few but if i could choose one now it would be travel to japan Mm. I've always wanted to go to Japan. I want to go in the cherry blossom season and I want to take part in a tea ceremony. Wonderful. That's very specific. I see why you've done this. <laughs> it's a very goal setting type of way. And I'm, I'm sure you've envisioned how this all will look like. And... Well, it's interesting <laughs> with the bucket list written down. Yeah. It makes it easy sometimes to find opportunities to knock things off your bucket list. Mm -hmm. One of my yeah. goals, what goals, one of my items on the bucket list was I've always wanted to go to Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And a couple of years ago, we were in Africa and we were looking at prices to come home and we realized, hey, if we come back to Vancouver via Hong Kong and we can break our trip for three days and no extra cost. So it's like, because I knew it was something we wanted to do. So write it down make a list <laughs> <laughs> wonderful last question what's something that makes you dance that's an interesting one so many things make me dance but you know what put a good 80s song on the radio and you've got me up and dancing Katrina <laughs> and the waves walking on sunshine Ooh. is one of my get me up dancing Put it on the on my sort of the radio, and I'm dancing. Yes, around. yes. So how how does it go again? I'm walking on sunshine. sunshine. Oh, yay! Okay. <laughs> yeah, nice eighty song. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much uh, for your time, Debbie, and for that energy that you brought to this we're <laughs> feeling energized and i hope everyone who's listened in uh, can somewhat avoid the blue monday coming up or uh, a slump and is all you know working towards their, their goals this year oh it is it is i mean i've already had one or two that uh, i've eaten chocolate when i shouldn't have done and i was meant to be healthy eating so yeah <laughs> It was dark chocolate and it's healthy, right? Well, dark chocolate does have a lot of antioxidant properties. So really, it should be a health food. <laughs> <laughs> so am I, self -sabotage, am I sabotaging your efforts now? Is that, how, is that how that plays out? Either that or you're enabling me. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, Debbie. <laughs> Good afternoon. You too. That's it. What resonated most with you to re-energize your goals? I'd like to invite you to a free initial coaching chat with Debbie so you can explore how you can benefit from a collaboration with her and achieve what you truly want. Simply go to coachme.global forward slash book. That's coachme.global forward slash book. Sending you lots of energizing vibes. Thank you for tuning in. Stay healthy. Nadine.